think we're live. I think we're live. Yeah, there we go. All right. Live on YouTube. This is a Love Gurus podcast. We are remote, but we are live. Here comes the intro. Make your love life is going kind of bad. If you find out your girlfriend accidentally banged your dad. It was a mistake, so she says. You think your romance maybe ain't the norm. Find out your fiance has been slipping it to your mom. Everyone always cheats with my family. Just ask the love guru. Like Game of Thrones. To tell you what to do. <laughs> Listen to the love gurus or your life is screwed. Oh, yes. Love yes, that is right. You heard the man. We are the Love Gurus Podcast. We are live, uh, although not in person. Uh, you may not be able to notice as much if you're just listening on iTunes or Spotify or one of those. But if you are watching on YouTube, goddamn, are you uh, are you are you are you are you confused, shocked, appalled, all of that? We are uh, doing it remote because we, you know, we've had COVID with people around us. You know what I mean? I don't think I have it. Suzanne doesn't think she has it. We yeah, feel great. My test was negative, but everyone else in New York City thought, you know what's going to make my Christmas better? COVID, because I hate my family. And so, right. you know, the, it's, so now it's like, you don't know. It's, it's, I'm not saying it's March 2020, but it is like, it is a bit scary. Although the grocery store's a dream. I mean, absolutely no it's one true. is there. The, the shelves aren't like completely bare. I mean, I, I'll go grocery shopping all day long, I must say. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, will, I will say, unlike March 2020, we know how to treat it, and we got a bunch of medicine inside of us. Unless you're an anti-vaxxer, then you just don't care. Either way, we're all happy. You know what I mean? Except yeah. for, I don't know, there's a lot of people that have the vaccines that are hypochondriacs, but me, I'm like, I just got my booster a couple days ago. So I'm like, you can Omnicron these nuts. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to get the sniffles. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit. I'm not, I'm not changing my whole life to keep from fucking coughing for two days. I didn't do that before. I was not Howie Mandel before this. Now that it's been downgraded to the cold for me, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not going to go crazy, but I also got my booster. And I think really what we have achieved as a society is to be able to make a clinic out of random items. Okay. Like what we call a clinic now is not, with they like I went and I got my cl- my shot at the Dwayne Reed and I was like why are these toilet paper rolls st- oh this is but I get my shot behind <laughs> this okay great okay okay sure yeah whatever <laughs> you're it, don't mind okay thanks I got the place I got it was so ratchet I got mine at a Chuck E Cheese they gave me <laughs> they gave me 25 oh, tickets as an incentive they were like here's from the new intermittent governor or whatever here's go get yourself a a, a little a little tchotchke yeah from the so from like, the listen, gift stand there's enough hypodermic needles in the in the bouncy castle anyway like we're just gonna put a couple of them in there with the booster shot and worst case you know worst case scenario someone someone gets the booster shot it's fine absolutely <laughs> but uh i'm i'm excited about this show man yeah. we got two hilarious stand-up comics uh two, two returning guests man first up she's a hilarious hilarious stand-up comic you can find her on uh youtube i, I believe is where the where the the little brown girl show is sure 
<laughs> Wait, but is it on YouTube or where is it? I was genuinely. It's on YouTube and it is and it's and it's on Facebook Live, but it's it's like on hiatus right now. But it'll come back. Oh shit! I'm plugging things on hiatus. Go back and hey, fuck no, that! Watch it. the back catalog. Check out my page. Yes. Yes. Yeah, catch up. That's catch a beautiful up. thing about YouTube. You can catch the back catalog. But Jenny yeah. Saldana, find her. Yeah. Watch the Little Brown Girl show. Listen to the back catalog. She is hilarious. As as is our as is our, our our second guest, another returning guest, and another hilarious stand-up comic, Mr. Paul Dagliolo. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for being yeah, back on the show. Everybody, yeah, check that back catalog. You know, everyone. Yes. Go backwards. Go back. Check out Jenny. I also have a YouTube channel, so check me out there. Instagram, Paul D Comedy. I put it out front, so you, you, there's no guessing. There you go. <laughs> Paul Paul D Comedy. Go find him. And you you do cooking videos too, right? It's it's like yeah, Paulie eats something like that. Yeah, live for Paul. <laughs> yeah, Paulie. I definitely eat. I'm up like. <laughs> I, I, I should find this information out before the fucking yeah, no, shows, it's, man. No, it's I should. Kitchen. I've done like three five of them. It started just because when when everything first shut down, and I was just like there was no comedy at all, like not even a park, nothing. I was just like, I have to do something. <laughs> they were just <laughs> ranting into the void, and then people liked them. So, you know, I do them ever so often. Should do them more, as we all should. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, right. I'm, I, I've been cooking more myself, man. I got a pizza oven that does propane. A little bit of behind-the-scenes info here on this episode. I was going to legit have a pizza party for everybody. <laughs> we were going to do this in, in person. Behind the wall. Dude, I made dough from scratch. I made the sauce this morning. You know what I mean? Like crushed the tomatoes by hand, you know, chopped the oregano. I was like, nothing can fuck this up. An amazing cook. Jake is an amazing cook. Jake is an amazing cook. Fourth of July party. Oh, I haven't made gnocchi forever, man. But yeah, the pizza is even better than the gnocchi, man. It's it's I got this propane thing. That that fries them up in like a minute, you know. You 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 hook it up outside. The thing gets like a thousand degrees in there. It's insanely good. It was a little weird cooking with it at first because it cooks them so fast that you're like, oh, this is just burning half my pizza right away because it cooks <laughs> it faster than any like fire oven thing in a restaurant does. It just instantly just starts going. And but you gotta you know you, you figure out where to set it in the oven, when to rotate it, that kind of thing. You get that you get it down. And I finally got it down, and I was like, this is gonna be amazing. But then here we go. Every everybody around us is getting is getting COVID, you know. So we had to we had to fucking do it here. But yeah. but either way, we are going to have a uh, good show. And definitely. to anyone watching on YouTube, I should check to see if there's any comments right now. But definitely, well, I, was say, I actually have the comments open since we are on Zoom. And our friend Joel said, if you guys are going back to Zoom and need a guest that isn't that funny but does jingles, let him know because he knows a guy. Fucking a man! Yeah, we'd love to do that. To our minds, Joel. That's good to know. You are very funny, Joel. Hundred percent. And then Tim on YouTube also said, "I'll need an air fryer recommendation. I'll need air fryer recommendations at some point. Save it for later." Okay, we're on the case, Tim. Air fryer recommendations, dude. That's like I don't air fryer. I, I I've never done air fryers, man. Yeah. Paul, I have you ever messed with air fryers? fryers? You can buy like you can, it's like part. It can either be like part of an oven or it can be like a standalone thing that like sits on your countertop. But okay. They're supposed to be awesome. Like they, I guess, like make everything very crispy. So if you're into crispy food, you know, it's like the air fryer uh, makes it very seductive. These air fryers. Yeah. Very. If you're into crusty old things. <laughs> Not me. I like my food mushy. I like my food mushy. <laughs> All my all my ingredients, they all come together to make one mushy consistency 
of Cheerios that have been sat in milk for three days. I'm not eating it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have the moistest recipes. I've always been told that. <laughs> amazing well we so we've got the chat going we've got our youtube comments going um we should, we should get some questions going no absolutely let's take our first question from the wild animals on reddit if you guys have dating questions sex questions or any questions in general i suppose Write them into lovegurusepodcast.yahoo.com or even better, catch us live on YouTube at 8.30 p.m. Eastern every single Thursday. Uh, unless we're having tech problems, which I was this time. <laughs> I was trying to get the Zoom to work on my thing where I have the fancy overlays, where I can have the, the, the questions written up top. I will have that next week. Come hell or high water, I will have that shit back, back next week. Uh, I was unable to do it this time, but that's okay, man, because... We are still going to drink some white wine. We are still going to take some questions. I'll plug the first one I'm drinking. Uh, the only thing that I, I love more than a good $10 bottle of white wine. It's a good $5 bottle of white wine. <laughs> oh, my God. And this one is nice. Best five bucks you'll ever spend on wine. Right. Simonetti Pinot Grigio. It was it was delicious. Uh, this thing. Mm. Am I going to say... That Jeffrey Epstein would have been thrilled with this back before all the things came to light. You know what I mean? Would he have enjoyed this on his island with the Clintons and the Bushes and all the famous rich people, all the powerful people? They would have thrown this out. You know what I mean? But, like, I'm not those people for, well, a lot of reasons. A, not evil. You know what I mean? But most importantly, can't afford really good wine, but I can afford cheap wine. It still tastes like it should be drank by human traffickers on an island somewhere. You know what I mean? Then that's this. It's it's delicious, man. It's it's uh it's it's crisp, pretty sweet, but not too like sugary sweet like a lot of cheap wine is. It's um it really is a a $10 Kmart dress passing as something that should be uh, on a fucking red carpet somewhere, you oh, know? Nice. Simon Eddie Pinot Grigio, get you some and now let's take our first question from the wild animals on Reddit. Oh my God. I thought the name was Simon Eddie. Simon Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eddie, what do you think we ought to do? I don't know, Simon. Let's make a one. I just bought this vineyard. <laughs> Simon Simon and Garfunkel Simon broke up. But then after Simon and Garfunkel, a lot of people don't know that Paul Simon had a... <laughs> Had, had a vineyard with Eddie Van Halen. And uh, they were sitting out there drinking wine one day. And he was like, Eddie, you can fucking play, man. You should really. No, I'm not just saying that because we're drunk and we have a vineyard to go. I mean, you can really tear this thing up. And that's how Van Halen was born. <laughs> drinking $5 Pinot Grigio. Based fucking riffing. Founded Van Halen. I never yes. Yeah, many, many, many untold stories. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it hasn't come to light yet because I don't know. There were also human trafficking at the time. I, I didn't want to say it, but yeah, that's what was going on. So we'll find out about that after uh, anybody that needs to sign off on it is gone. You know. <laughs> Amazing. Well, let's start with our first question on the Love Gurus podcast. First question: uh, My girlfriend's friend is in. My girlfriend's best friend is in love with her. We're all 27, and me and my girlfriend have been dating for about four months now. I've met her best friend a grand total of two times, but I am sure that he loves her. 
the way he hangs on to what she says, looks at her, and is always willing to cancel his own programs when she asks are clear indicators that he has feelings. They met while in college and dated for six months and then decided that they're better off as friends. The clearest proof I got was yesterday. We went to an Indian restaurant and ordered fish and the dude spent the whole time cutting her fish into smaller portions so that she could eat it easily. Sure, you do that uh, for your friends. What? But- Lady in the Tramp didn't even do that and they were fucking cartoon <laughs> dogs. This woman has a, she's slow learning. Like, I don't think, are you sure he's not like a caretaker? I- like, hey, friend? hey friend, can you stop cutting my girlfriend's food? Yeah. <laughs> he, he continues by saying, sure, you do that for your friends, but he didn't do the same for his own girlfriend who was also having difficulty eating the fish. At one point, my eyes met his girlfriend. Oh man. He looked so defeated. It was sad. I couldn't even imagine what she must be going through when your boyfriend of three years completely ignores you. Now I've decided to, now I've decided, I have to decide if I want to break up or if I want to compete with him. What do I say to girl, my girlfriend and should we break up? I mean, I think let's take a step back because we can't cut our own food. Once, <laughs> we, can, once we can cut our own food, then we can be in a relationship, okay? Yeah. <laughs> What kind of fish was it that it was? Why was it so hard to eat? Unless it's sucking the bones out. Unless it's literally the sword from a swordfish. What are you? What are you cutting? You know, you got to. He was deboning a fish for her. That's a lot of work. Yeah, maybe that. But again, like how it's so easy to cut fish. It's not. I mean, I can't. Like maybe if it was like meat or something like that but fish is like the easiest thing to cut yeah don't eat the bones but i i I would be so embarrassed if my partner like we went to a restaurant he was like oh here let me cut up my fish for you i'd be like we're fucking leaving like oh yeah (laughs) like you just humiliated me in front of all these people like right you know the waiters making fun of him with the other waiters when they get backstage or backstage (laughs) back it, it, like in, in in the kitchen he's just it going is, look at insane. look at that guy at table five he's got women on both sides who are too dumb to cut fish he's gonna <laughs> go home and he's gonna have the most idiotic threesome in the history of the planet yeah. both of these women are too dumb to figure out where his dick goes man there's either just gonna that, be questions either that or he's going to immediately call the police because he's clearly picked them up at a home of some sort ah <laughs> Excuse me, officer. Um, there's a man here with women who don't seem able to consent. Sure, that makes sense. Okay, bye. Yeah, (laughs) they were really happy about ordering the whole fish. They took one drink out of the wine he handed them after they came back from the bathroom, and all of a sudden they were like, "I can't cut. I, uh, I, uh, I can't do it." He carried them both on each shoulder out to the car, and. And he only left a 10% tip, that cheap fuck. So that's why I'm ratting him out. What a dick. What a I have a memory as a kid. We had, we, I had a sleepover with like, it was like four of like my little friends or whatever. So, and then my friend, one of my friends, my mom had made pancakes in the morning. And we were like, we were definitely like in second or third grade. I mean, we weren't like tiny. And my mom had made pancakes. And my one friend goes, like my mom sets the pancakes in front of her and she goes, oh, it's not cut? And my mom's like, what? <laughs> she goes, 
oh, my mom always cuts my pancakes for me. And so my mom was like, okay, no problem. You know, so cuts her yeah. pancakes up for her. How and old was she? The next day, my mom is totally on the phone with one of her other friends going, can you believe that little girl's in third grade? And she <laughs> her pancakes? I was totally slagging my friend off. I was like, whoa, mom. Oh, yeah. She's eight. <laughs> grown up age. 20s, sure. 30s, and not being able to cut fish. <laughs> our own fish in this house. Yeah. So I, I breastfed you. until I was in the first grade, and I had my pancakes cut for me until I was in junior <laughs> high. Now I have to have my significant other or a good friend of someone else's significant <laughs> other cut my fish in my early 30s. Yeah, that's a weird way to get cucked out. Just watching yeah. someone cut your girlfriend's fish. <laughs> 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 I haven't even seen so porn silly. that fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> even a guy with an orange ball gag in his mouth and a porn video, but hang on, man. I mean, that's my, you know, don't cut my wife's fish. We're not in the, we're not back in the hotel yet. What the fuck? I, yeah, got, we're not savages. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, oh, we got some YouTube comments. Uh, uh, Joel on YouTube, uh, this, this is back to the, uh, the, the wine commercial. He says, cheap wine in a nice Tupperware cup. Life doesn't get any better than that. No, it does not, Joel. Okay. Amy on YouTube says, can you feed her like a bird, please? Yeah, that's the next step. <laughs> that's the next like step. <laughs> I have to chew it and spit it into my girlfriend's <laughs> mouth. She's too dumb to use her molars. She only knows how to use those front teeth that don't really mash it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Joel also says, you can cut fish with a spoon. What the fuck? I, yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. You exactly. can cut fish with, I don't know, your right. eyelashes. What I think you? he meant deboning. I think the guy was probably deboning because that's, that's a yeah, skill that's to a like, bit more be able to take but the whole. But it's still something that like an adult person <clears throat> should do for their own food. Like, well, right. I, was, I used to eat whole catfish all the time when I was a kid. That was one of my favorite dishes. And even, even though I was pretty young, and look, man, I'm not saying I was some kind of genius kid. I was dumb as fuck, damn it, and I'm dumb as fuck now. But I would cut into that fried little river bottom feeder, and they put a lot of breading on it because it was basically all toxins out of the Iowa River that this thing had been eating for years. And you didn't want to see all the... Yeah, all the weird lumpy bits and all that. You just got to cover it with a lot of breading. You know what I mean? See, the first time I had it, I, I'm cutting way through there. And eventually, it, it was a little weird the first time. But I'm like, you know, uh, not 30 seconds into it. I'm like, oh, I just take my fork and, 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 and kind of scrape it along the ribs because I'm not a dummy. All right. I mean, I was a dummy, but I'm not as dumb as the women in this question. And that was that was as a, at a, I was a dumb eight year old. These, these women are like 30 or something. Yeah. Okay, so, so two problems. One is that A, they obviously can't fend for their, themselves as adults. B, now this person is in a relationship. Again, they've been together for four months and the best friend is kind of trying to swoop in so it would seem. But also there's the other argument that he is just kind of that person that maybe oversteps boundaries. He doesn't necessarily have feelings for, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you I guys think, think that, it's that a the classic, best friend has feelings? I think he's a lurker. I think he's using, Ooh. we call him lurker. He's, he's waiting. He's using the friend angle to stay close to her. Yeah. Uh, that's why he's, he's cutting his, her, the fish so finite. Like he said, even more than the, than the other one. Cause he, he loves this girl more than his own girlfriend. So I think that he's hanging around and that fish is a metaphor. 
Every bone he picked is like this. This is this. Is. <laughs> Another bone. Yeah. And I just think he's waiting until they break up. You know, he's the friend. So he's feeding her, you know, fake nothings in her ear. Like he's, he's not true. And he has a girlfriend <laughs> too. So what, a girl, what of a her? girlfriend what that he's been together girlfriend? with he's a double for douche. three years. Three years. Double douche. Yeah, this he's, is he's weird. this girl for three years. So I don't know. Which means that if, there's, which means that if he's been with his girlfriend for three years and these people have only been together for four months, there was an opportunity mm -hmm. where she was single. And if he did want to swoop in, he could have, you know, during he that could've. time. So why didn't he try and get together with her four months ago? Because I mean, he still has got this other girlfriend. <laughs> he's like if i break up with her who's gonna cut her <laughs> yeah now i've 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 gotten confused on 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 the fish cutting and the the whole sort of relationship so he, you're saying he's sitting next to his own girlfriend it's a double yes date. it's a and, double date he sat next the yes. best friend is sat next to his girlfriend with and this is the dude friend. writing the question who's like no, no, my guy friend question. The person writing the question has been with his girlfriend for four months. They go sure. on a double date with the girlfriend's best friend, who's a guy. Oh, gotcha. Okay. The best friend cuts his cuts his best friend's fish. So the guy writing the question's girlfriend. Yeah. So, so the the person writing the question is saying, "Well, obviously, if he's doing that and he's, you know, ignoring his own girlfriend, not cutting her fish." He must have feelings for my girlfriend. So, yeah. Now he's cutting this guy's girlfriend's fish in front of him. Yes. That's what's going on. Okay. So ultimately, I, I think this guy is sort of a pussy fish cuck. And here's why. I, I if, if, if some guy was cutting my wife's fish, well, I would pull it and I would start cutting it. And I would be like, listen, she may be too dumb to cut her own fish, but she's my woman who's too dumb to cut her own fish. You don't <laughs> cut another man's woman's fish. Fuck you. I will stab you like that guy in Jaws did in his early 30s, which is why he has to live in that weird fishing town on the on the outskirts. <laughs> you know, I would that's what I would do. And in terms of like his girlfriend, I she must be the saddest, most emotionally, and I can assume physically abused woman. Look, I'm rewatching the Sopranos right now. Not even Tony Soprano would have cut the one-legged Russians woman fish in front of uh, uh, Carmela. You know, even he was like, I'm not cutting the fish. I mean, you know, that's, you don't mm -hmm. cut your Goomba's fish in front of your wife. Even he would have told you that. And so I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is, this guy's fucked up, but the guy who's writing the question. Of intimacy. I mean, it's yeah. Just, yeah. It's oh. weird. So, but so, do you guys think that there's hope for the relationship, or do you think it's totally doomed? It's Which doomed. It's well, doomed. I guess both. Yeah, good question. So the per I think that yeah, yeah I both agree with Betty. relationships that, are doomed. Yeah the 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 person writing the question, his relationship is doomed, and it doesn't matter about the best friend or whatever. Again, it's just like someone is yeah, as you know, as you guys have said, someone is cutting his partner's fish and it's just like that is so it's just weird and how how do you how do you go out in society with someone like that you know what if she <laughs> what if they go out with another couple and she sat there looking at like his boss like how come how come no one's cutting my fish what's up <laughs> get on this monk <laughs> right she's leaning into other dudes at the table asking for fish cutting i mean that's yeah. that you know you yeah. don't want to be with a woman like that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she's whispering in a dude's ears 
hey, you want to cut my fish? And he's like, that's a metaphor, right? No, no very literal. I'm too stupid to commit. I'm <laughs> just like, waiting to cut my fish. It gets it gets to the point where literally the only restaurant he could take her to is Betty Hanna's because they're yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll okay. cut your fish for you. <laughs> but but the second that Benny Hanna guy does it, he's so pissed off about this ordeal <laughs> that he has a flashback, like a non-vet and playing with firecrackers. He just lunges across that grill. You don't cut another man's woman's fish. And the guy's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm I'm never working at a Benny Hanna in Florida ever again. This always happens. It's like a weekly basis. This shit happens. Yeah, I, I just yeah. I mean, this it, here's my final advice is, look, this is it's obviously a weird situation. It's also weird that you were allowing this to happen. But I think ultimately your relationship is doomed, whether the best friend has feelings or not. This just seems like a weird situation. And so you guys should break up. That you have, what do you guys have as final Absolutely. advice? Yeah, dump that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would say dumper or you know, let's all cut each other's fish and just have a big orgy. I mean, maybe maybe this guy and the girl not getting her fish cut should hook up. And let these two to their devices. They've known each other since college. They figure each other out. I would have cut your fish first if I dated you. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just the backwards love story that we all hope for. Yeah, exactly. You know, I I did hear that when when Fleetwood Mac started uh, uh, recording the album Rumors, they had a meal at a Long John Silver's. I don't know if this is related. <laughs> Could be a coincidence. Could be a total coincidence. I think not. Just secondhand news. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joel yeah. on YouTube says catfish is so easy to debone. Just like Jake said, scrape from the spine towards the bottom and you've got a boneless fish. Fucking amen. And that, that's just the way most fish work, honestly. Yeah. Um, Amy on YouTube says if one boyfriend cuts his wife. Cut, cuts a wife yeah if one boyfriend cuts a his while yeah that's cuts like a I his think while it's, the, the fish cuts while the other girlfriend's fish is being cut how important is the fish when the two fish meet at the same time maybe <laughs> you need to lay off the pcp okay well, I, <laughs> I corrected a lot of words in there <laughs> she's saying that the fish are going to come back to life and be like this relationship is fucked <laughs> they're going to jump off the table and then go on jump onto another table of people that deserve to consume them i like how the fish is also mickey mouse <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> It's only cartoon animal. I know how to do it. So they all they all talk like Mickey Mouse. But he sounds like his Mickey Mouse underwater. Joel on YouTube says the relationship can be saved, but only if the boyfriend invests in Gerber's pike puree or a salmon yeah. slushy. <laughs> what a I must say. Pre-cut salmon. Yeah. <laughs> Joel says... It's a good thing I'm married. I have a feeling that, hey, baby, I'd love to cut your fish as a pickup line would never get me laid. Yeah, I mean, you know, only I totally when I when I heard that I did a Kegel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah that felt baby, very let American me psycho. That's very American psycho. That's very like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh. crossing my legs really tight. <laughs> 
<laughs> just went into defense mode. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, yeah. I did a bat kegel. It reminded me of my time at Rikers. That that line, the creeps in that in cell block D. Um. Well, amazing. Well, I think we answered that. Question. I think so. Too. Wait. Let me give my final advice. Yeah, my yeah. final advice would be: I don't think that both these relationships are doomed. I think that the other relationship is a very good relationship because that lady's clearly very dumb. And this guy's clearly very dumb for just doing this shit. And, it, and, and he's even cutting the wrong fish. If you're with two women who's too dumb to cut fish, right? One of them's your girlfriend. Other one is just some lady. You cut your girlfriend's fish, right? You cut your dumb girlfriend's fish. You let that other dumb lady fend for herself maybe she chokes on a bone maybe some smart fellow or smart smart lady or smart non-binary person cuts it for her right mm -hmm. but either way she fends for herself you cut your girlfriend's fish uh, if not you're a dummy you're, you're almost as dumb as the lady who can't cut fish so that's a match made in heaven you know he's cutting everybody's fish but she's dumb to get too too dumb to care she's like this is it's fine he's cutting my friend's fish i don't see any problem with this i don't see any problem with the fact that i'm 57 years old and can't cut fish <laughs> whatever but either way leave them to their own devices you sir must leave your girlfriend and move what to a small fishing town go to go to the bar from jaws you know and that's where you meet meet a lady you know what i mean make new friends make friends with the guy from jaws and just ask him a question like hey you would never uh cut another man's fish no you don't cut another man's fish are you know and and then i mean they, they just know that there i'm not saying that he doesn't have other problems, but he, <laughs> yeah, they're going to know that in the sea town, you know, in a sea shanty town. That is, that is where you do this. Yo ho, I must say. Uh, well, perfect. Well, I think we answered that question perfectly. Shall we Absolutely. Next? next question on the Love Gurus podcast. People write your questions into Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com. We need more crazy dating questions or write them live in the chat every single Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. But for right now, we are going to take one more, yet another one from the wild animals on Reddit. Next question. My fiance called my life pitiful for not having a best man. I'm 27 and my fiance is 26. We're planning on getting married next year. We were both watching a realistic marriage movie one day and discussing our marriage plans. I told her that before due to how I had moved around as a kid uh, to different countries quite often, um, not to mention some military enrollment in my own life, I didn't really have any close friends and probably I probably won't have a best man as at our wedding. We came to the topic of the wedding day and she said, what a pitiful life you have for not having a close friend. There was a mediocre Paul Rudd movie about this very question. <laughs> I was seriously dumbstruck as this was kind as this was kind of my complex. Though she and I both enjoy spending most of the time with just the two of us, she would occasionally mention that it's sad that I don't have close friends. I was hurt for sure when I heard that, and only after me saying it's painful to hear that from my fiance, she said that it was a joke. I don't know if I should brush it off or have a deep conversation with her about it. She's been insensitive on certain topics from time to time. I can laugh at most of them. But sometimes it hurts a lot. Yeah, I mean, this bitch is a bully. <laughs> yeah. A bully. <laughs> I hate this bitch. Yeah, she's a bully. <laughs> she's she's pushing him on the playground. I'm marrying a loser. <laughs> I'm marrying a loser. Yeah, you have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> no 
kind of, so I'm going to settle for you. <laughs> and I'm going to fix. <laughs> now I'm Mrs. No Friends. <laughs> now I'm a loser. Yeah. <laughs> is. Is hire Jason Siegel. Yeah. Yeah. Not working, I don't yeah. think. How I Met Your Mother's done. So yeah, he could he could be like the real life Paul Rudd movie and just be this guy's friend for a couple of days. But yeah. like, yeah, what a bully! I mean, it's yeah. like, feels yeah, weird enough and like doesn't have anyone in his life. Like really? Well, oh, and he looks like he had a he looks like he's had an interesting life. He's traveled the world. He was in the military and he's lived all over. This that- bitch is probably from a little two one horse town and that's why she's got a best friend because he she used to sleep with her best friend (laughs) (laughs) she's probably she's probably had the best the same best friend since she was in kindergarten yeah but it's weird because she should sleep with her she's related to her i mean yeah it's just one of those little little she's related to her yeah Yeah. little towns it's but it's interesting because yeah usually you know the stereotype is women complaining that men hang out with their friends too much you know it's like oh you're gonna go play poker with the guys again you know that's essentially why lucy lucille ball and desi arnaz broke up am i wrong no (laughs) okay (laughs) but it's so it's interesting though it's like you know so she, she but this is like the opposite thing that yeah she is bullying him by saying oh you don't have any friends it obviously doesn't it either doesn't really bother her and she is just being a dick or she is like trying to, or she's just like so desperate to get married that she was just like, yeah, yeah, I just want to get married before, you know, Lisa does. Like it's, it's a weird situation. So it's like, it kind of even brings into question A, why she's marrying him, but also B like, yeah, why is she, why, even if she does really want to marry him, why are you being a dick? Why you gotta say that? Yeah. Yeah, Joel on YouTube. I don't like her. She's a dick. She's a dick. Yeah, yeah. she sucks. Like Joel her. on YouTube says, I've had two best men. Each ended up sleeping with my wives. <laughs> I decided for my I decided for my last wedding, I was having a maid of honor. Yay, Joel. Joel, I think <laughs> what you've demonstrated is the, is the ability to learn and grow from a situation. You know what I mean? You didn't yeah. get up to that next wedding and say, you know what? Okay, not those other two best friends, but this best friend. You were like, "That's it. I'm doing a maid of honor." You know, it's like you uh-huh. learned from the situation, which is not something that everyone can do. For example, the previous question: They've had fish before, still don't know how to cut it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you. This was far beyond figuring out how to cut fish. I mean, you, you played 3D chess there. You figured out that the only way out of the storm was through. You were like, "Wait a minute." whoever's my best whatever is gonna fuck my wife oh let's make it hot lesbian porn you know like that was that's genius that's genius that was the way to do it that was the move right there here's the other thing about not having um someone in your wedding party is every time you ask someone to be in in your wedding party it's like kind of like a 400 dollars commitment at best you know because then you have you know you have to buy for women you know it's like you have to buy the dress. You have to go to the bridal shower. You have to go to the bachelorette party. You know, you have to do all these things. So it's you're asking your friends to spend a lot of money. So is the issue that you that you are like, well, I don't really have anyone that's that close that I want to ask to spend a thousand dollars to like what prove to the world that I have a friend. Oh. You know, it's like, or is it that you just don't have 
that you are a kind of guy that has a lot of acquaintances, you know, it's like, yeah, maybe you've just moved. Maybe you do have friends, but you just haven't spoken to them at all. I don't know. It's just like, I also hate the stereotype that like, cause I feel like I have like a small group of friends. I don't, but it's like, they're good friends, but then it's like society makes me feel like I'm a douchebag because like when it's my birthday on Facebook, a thousand people don't write on my wall. <laughs> like, well, my my brother did, and that's what Matt <laughs> I stopped writing on people's walls on Facebook. It's too much of a goddamn yeah. commitment. I mean, it's too many. It's you too know many what? People. You know, you're part you of the problem. What? I'm I'm 100 part of the problem. I'm the leader of the problem. I'm the spokesman of the problem. I'm I'm the problem's general. I'm I'm rallying the, the problem together. I'm getting the problem in formation yeah. and fucking giving them a braveheart speech, dude. I'm painting my face I, blue. I'm wearing a kilt. Everything. I'm just I would saying prefer that this- a guy with um. I would prefer a guy with with little friends because then the wedding will be all about me and it'll be all of my friends and I could and yeah. I could and I could, like I could just invite all of my friends. Oh, he doesn't have any friends. We got both sides of the aisle. We're good, yeah. right? It, yeah, it's very common though. Like you know, if you go if you go to a wedding of people that are like twenty two, the wedding party is like ten people both sides. You go to a wedding of people in their forties maybe one person standing up there and that's the person that's yeah, married. That's it. yeah and, it's, it's it's looking like uma thurman and kill bill you know it's it's looking bad in the in the 40s it's fucking yeah, rough but yeah. everyone there is a really good friend it's you know like this again this like you know facade of i am so popular i have so many fr-. i'm just like but i'm also old so maybe that's, <laughs> that's why like, i'm saying it. <laughs> You have yeah, a lot of acquaintances, but how many close relationships do you have? But I agree, like, you get, you got to get creative. Actually, my sister just asked me to be the man of honor. So, yeah, the the, the groom's sister's going to be me. So I'm I'm the first dude made of honor. I'm pretty excited. That, nice. She's yeah. Small, you know what I mean? And it, it's going to be cool. I feel like, and you know what? It's like a little, and I think we've all kind of come from some version of a small town, but it's a little like small town elitism. It's like, you don't have any close friends. I've been talking to the same people for 30 years. Meanwhile, this guy's traveled the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nice. Yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. Also, you, you can't, you can't say, oh, well, you know what? Like actually in your um, email signatures now, you need to um, specify your pronouns and also ask someone's pronouns before you say that. You can't like say that and like condone, you know, you can't say that. And then, and then in the next sentence be like, oh, who's the maid of honor for your wedding? It's just like, (laughs) you know, like everyone's like, so, you know, it's like, okay. Like there's all these, like, you know, there's all this like more awareness about like trans people and like people's gender identity, et cetera. It's like, if, you know, so, which is good. Like we're moving in that direction, but we're, we're forgetting as a society, this other big part which are like weddings and wedding parties. It's like, yeah, we're like, we'll have like a gay wedding, but we still want women to be in dresses. You, you know what I mean? It's just- well, right. I mean, and and it's cool that, that Paul can be like a man, you know, made of honor. Now, back when I was my sister's man made of honor, they didn't accept that shit. I had to miss Doubtfire it the whole way. <laughs> I had to just be some ugly bitch named Clarissa that no one had met before that she met at summer camp and they were really close and just kind of looked like Steve Buscemi still. And it was, it was very awkward. I was not good at walking around in heels and I look even more like Steve Buscemi in makeup. Which just to really point out is, is not exactly Paul's girlfriend's name. <laughs> <laughs> he said, close. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, Carl Rosa. No, I threw an L in there, and I and I, I was oh, thinking yeah, with the K. Yeah, that, yeah. That throws them off. Yeah. It was a more it was a more Slavic Eastern European one. I was I wanted to go with like hard consonants. Eastern European woman, Did you, you wear know. The Miss Doubtfire dress too. Did you? Have yeah. A baggy yeah. nightgown. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hairy legs and everything, dude. It was, it was wild. Yeah. But yeah Huge I, bulge. Yeah. It, my final advice for this guy is, yeah, like I think first of all, like, ask her. You know, ask her why she made that comment. Is she really joking? And if it bothers her, like, why is she? You know, why is she trying to cut him like that? Why is she just trying to cut him down? And if she is kind of flipping about it and gaslights him some more by saying, oh, he's overreacting and it's not a big deal, then, you know, it's something to, to keep in mind. I'm not saying necessarily break up, but yeah, have an honest conversation about why she just likes to take you out at the knees. Okay. Like ask <laughs> yeah, and, and just FYI, Bumble has a friend option. So you can go on Bumble and make friends. Oh, very good idea. Yes. Yeah. yeah what yes, else? Joel even says, Joel on YouTube says it was a hell of a wedding night. He's referring to his um his last <laughs> wedding where the, where the maid where he had a maid of honor. It was a hell of a wedding night. The video is available on my OnlyFans for nineteen ninety five. They even <laughs> cut fish for me. Yes, fish fish cutting video is extra. He said, uh, Joel says it. a friend of mine trying to be more PC wanted a person of honor at her wedding. Her seeing I. Her seeing eye talk was offended and no showed the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, nice. Importantly, who, who, who didn't get to go to the ceremony because the seeing eye dog didn't go? You know what I mean? Like that dog it's is true. probably connected <laughs> to a person. All the all the other groomsmen and maids of honors and stuff had like dog allergies and stuff. And well, they I'd were... like to go, but like my dog, you just <laughs> why are we at Kmart? I thought we were going to Sarah's wedding. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So any other final advice for this question? Have you got anything? Okay. So what I what I say, what I think he should do is he should make a very, very, very close friend. And that close friend should be. The bridesmaid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> the bridesmaid. You, 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 you hook up with the bridesmaid. You find a time a week before the wedding where you, you plan it out to where uh, your fiance is going to come home and you know the door opens. You have a bunch of like candles and rose petals leading to the bedroom. And when she opens the door, it's you fucking the bridesmaid. And you're like, now you don't have know, a best friend either. How does it feel? How does it feel? <laughs> it should be him cutting the bridesmaid's fish. Yes. And then there and and yeah, and then he and then he throws a full red snapper at her and says, Cut it yourself, you dumb bitch. I'm not cutting your fish anymore. You gotta start learning how to do things on your own. I traveled the world. I was in the military. You think they cut my fish in basic training? They slapped me with whole fish and called me homophobic slurs until I learned how to cut the thing by myself. I'm I'm never gonna get forget that line. You don't have a best friend anymore either. <laughs> that's right that's right it's like the end of titus it's shakespearean this way it is extremely poetic i must say you uh, feed her your be her best friend to her in a pie but you know metaphorically by yes. you know by screwing her that's yeah. what i say uh one more cool, uh, comment from joel he says the dog was hanging with my second best man and the whore i divorced ah makes sense now why they didn't <laughs> Make it to the wedding. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Now they're only fans page. Not as many people are into it, but those people will, will drop like 50, 60 bones on it. Awesome. Niche markets pay. <laughs> 
Well, I think we answered that question. Shall we take our next question? Absolutely. Next question on the Love Gurus Podcast. People, we need your questions, so send them to us at lovegurusepodcast at yahoo.com. Also, uh, in the chat, let me know how the music is while we're reading the questions, because I remember it was like different when I was using Zoom audio like I am now. So if it's too loud or too quiet, let me know. Yeah, I, I think it... I think it recorded low. So if you guys can't hear the music, let me know in the chat if it sounds good. If it's too low, too I'll high, let me know. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yes, write us, write us questions at lovegrooospodcast.yahoo.com. We need, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's going to seem to us okay, like on, on the show, like in the Zoom. But I'm talking like on YouTube, it gets a little different sometimes, if, if I remember right. But um, we are going to take our next question from the wild animals on Reddit. Next question. My boyfriend's dad is mad that I won't do his dishes. My boyfriend's dad had an extremely mild stroke six years ago. He has absolutely no side effects, drove himself to the hospital. And now, this guy has an excuse why he can't do dishes or cut fish. Like, this is this is a little better than that first question. Well, she, again, she's sort of, yeah, she's sort of prefacing it by saying it was extremely mild. Anyway, uh, okay, she's on by saying he decided that it was his sign that he should retire, so he did. A little over a year ago, he started to realize that he wasn't making as much money. So he asked if my boyfriend and I wanted to move in with him to help him save money. My boyfriend, his dad, and I split all expenses, but I usually do all of the cleaning around the house because nobody else will, and I can't stand a messy house. This week, my boyfriend went out of town with some of his friends. The next day, I came down with strep throat. I've been eating nothing but microwavable tomato soup, and I'm literally only leaving my room to heat those up. I'm making absolutely zero mess. My boyfriend calls me this morning and says, my dad wants to know if you can clean the dishes and pick up the kitchen. I tell him that I'm super sick, so please ask him to do the dishes because they're his dishes anyway. I lay down to go to sleep and I wake up 45 minutes later and his dad had texted me saying, I need my stove cleaned and the dishes done. I text my, oh, boyfriend, wow. Ooh. I text my boyfriend and ask if he told his dad that I was sick. He said that he did and that he would call his dad to be sure that he knew the situation. I then hear his dad yelling, saying how I'm going to, uh, if, how if I'm going to stay here, I need to pull my weight and how he's actually I mean, she's living there. Okay. Too sickly to do the dishes that he pays the cost to be the boss. Great line. Uh, <laughs> there was this guy, I think, that put that in a song one day. Could be wrong. Oh, that was Smash Mouth. That was Smash Mouth in the late, late 90s. I think that, that did so that. If I want to stay here, I have to follow his rules, and he's sick of seeing the dishes piled up. My boyfriend calls me back later and told me to just ignore him that he'll deal with it when he gets home. Um, if his attitude doesn't change by that, we'll move. I feel like we split the costs evenly and fairly, and then he can't really say that he pays the cost. I don't want to be the reason my boyfriend and his dad fight. What should I do? Um, I don't know. I mean, it does kind of sound like she's living with like Cletus, you know. <laughs> People are boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I paid a call. I paid this uh, freaking rent just so you guys. It's like obviously this guy is not a fan of women, all right? And it's like that's what it really is. It's the power trip of like this little girl staying here. You got to clean the dishes. You got to get a life, buddy. Yeah. It's really, it is a weird situation because, you know, it's almost, she's almost like Snow White in the sense that she's like the female living with these men and they're like, hey, hey, how come the dishes ain't done? How come? It's like, 
<laughs> I mean, whatever. I, you know, it is what it is. I'm not saying it's necessarily sexist, but it like kind of sounds like that. Um, but it's also, you know, it, you know, she's very clear in the sense of like saying they split the costs. Now that being said, what are the costs? D did, did the dad already buy the house a long time ago? And so, yeah, he's like, yeah, taxes on it. I think it's something small. We, we, we would have gotten the details there. Again, we point this out once a week, anytime that uh, we don't get a lot of details that seem important when we're getting a lot of other details around it. Usually not a good sign because this is their pro them propaganda. It's their MSNBC, their Fox News or North Korean state run news if they happen to inherit the entire country. So when they just say, I don't know, costs, I don't know, like, all right, but what, what are we talking? Are we talking a mortgage payment? Or are we talking rent? Okay. If we're just talking utilities, then both you and your boyfriend can fuck off. Now, the dad's definitely a dick for, for like making you the bad guy instead of his son. I think he's tired of his son living there, honestly. It's, I think he's, he's sick yeah, of that shit. He's like, if the, like, now that not only is my deadbeat kid living with me, but he's, he's, he's fucking well, having his girlfriend move I, in too. This is ridiculous. It's, it sort of sounds like, again, like the, the dad asked them to move in to help with expenses. So it does sound oh. like, yeah. Like, oh, well, then he he should he can fuck off. Like he yeah, could so they, he should be doing the dishes himself. Yeah. So it was a situation they moved in because the dad was like, "Listen, I'm okay, I missed that part. Struggling at, at making ends meet. So that would sort of lead that there is some sort of like house payment or rent or something that is involved. But that being said, I mean, yeah, the dad is still being a dick. It's like you don't like to expect. Oh, just because you're like the younger you know, in-law, that means that you have to, like, clean up all my dishes? Like, fuck off. Like, and I'm saying, they, moved in, they moved in to help him. They moved in to yeah. help him. He right. Them, not the other way around. Well, and so, the thing is, yeah, it, it should be the son doing that if that's the case. Look, if, 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 if the son is like, Hey, let's move in with my elderly parent who's kind of a fucking dick or hey, even if they're not a dick, but like they they're they're really, really sweet and has a stroke and can't do dishes. Be like, fine, but you're doing the fucking dishes. When my mom has a stroke and she can't do anything, you're not wiping her ass. You're not doing her dishes. I'll do that if, if anybody. Like this is crazy. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. If it's your parent, the but but obviously, you know, the boyfriend was away for the weekend so it's but she does say that she is normally the one who cleans up so like the expectation is there that she is is like the housekeeper essentially i guess I but i want to know like this is this yeah. is a lot to like to to is this the first time i mean the girl is sick she's saying that she's that she usually cleans up but she's not feeling well right now so she's taken ill right now so um i forgot if this about is that the first time yeah so it's not like they, if this is the first time she's sick and it doesn't happen and this, they're just asking for advice are a little premature and the father is really being a dick. Now she says she does this all, all along. So she's just sick. So that's being a dick. So tell your, your, your boyfriend, your dad's a dick. Tell your dad to stop being a dick. I'm sick. Yeah. Right. Or just be like, look, if, if, <laughs> if, if you moved us in here to help your disabled father, uh, a tell him to quit being a dick. B, uh, uh, you're you're doing all the fucking grunt work here. You didn't. Okay, if your idea of helping your dad who can't do dishes is, don't worry, dad, we'll move in to help you. I'll come and sit here while my girlfriend does all the shit. <laughs> no, 
other way around, if it was your dad, yeah, then it's totally different. Your boyfriend shouldn't have to do a goddamn thing. And if you raised your voice to him, you would be in the wrong, you know, like, but, but it's not that way. It's the other way around. Your dad can, your, your boyfriend's dad can go fuck himself. Your boyfriend can go fuck himself even more just for having him, just for having you move in there and put up with that. You know, cause like at the end of the day, yeah, the dad did have a stroke or whatever. Like he's fucked up, but uh, it's the boyfriend making you be the one to put up with this. If the, if the boyfriend really, really gave a shit about you, it would either be a, I'll just, you know, we're going to have our own place, but then I'm just going to go help out with the dad. You know, or I'm I'm gonna hire like an assistant for him, or I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna I'm gonna get him enrolled in some program. I don't know, but the, the fact that he's expecting you to do this now again, I like to err against the person writing the question, uh, but it's very hard for me to do that in this in this situation. I'm actually kind of bummed at myself. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, Polly. Paul, I think you were gonna say something. I just yeah, I just hate everyone involved. Uh, it's, definitely, <laughs> it's definitely the the guys. <laughs> fault i mean first of all he's allowing the father to use his girlfriend as like the whipping board and then he's not really pulling his own weight and then so they're both men are kind of pretty weak-minded i think and they don't have their ducks in a row and also the father he did have a stroke so maybe he's a little surly but like if you're going to be throwing out like stock rick ross line quotes like you're <laughs> compensating for something like i paid the, <laughs> the boss I probably paid for the dishes and just wants everyone to know I paid for the dishes. They must be clean. I think. Oh that's, yeah, that's very annoying. I don't yeah. think he makes much money, but yeah. but no, that was that was James Brown. That was <laughs> I was kidding when I said Smash Mouth. That was one hundred percent James Brown. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. It's James Brown. It's the cost of Googleable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's just like just like anything with hip hop R and B. They're just gonna rip off shit from the '70s and '60s anyway, and call yeah. it sampling and remixes and this and that. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he said it, but it, yeah, it, it certainly wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so I so here's my final advice for for this this person is definitely do not do not go out and do the dishes. Take care of yourself. You're sick. It, you know, even you know, obviously, like barricade yourself in your room in case he gets crazy. And then, yeah, when your boyfriend gets back from this vacation, which also the boyfriend should get the fuck back. Okay, the fact that like this yeah, is kind I'll of blowing be- up, and the boyfriend's just kind of like. I'll do what they want to get home. When are you going to be home? Oh, oh, I'm just going to live with this cycle by myself for the next four days. Like, fuck off, come home. Like, because this does not sound like an international trip to like Bolivia. You know what I mean? This sounds like a drive to the Poconos at best. Okay. Yeah. Is, so, is this like a work thing? I kind of miss what he was doing. He just went on a trip with friends. Like, I just had with the boys. What? Yeah, this is, he's definitely... He's definitely a product of his dad's shitty strokey jizz, <laughs> this guy, you know? Yeah. I'm just going to go off with my boys to the Poconos. I don't even think he's off with his friends at the Poconos. I think he's cutting a dumb lady's fish right now. That's what I think he's doing. <laughs> I think he's out at a seafood restaurant with a, with a, with a cross-eyed woman who can't right. fucking figure out to scrape yeah. away from the bones. Yeah. But yeah, so my advice is, yeah, do not, don't do anything until your boyfriend gets home. Then when your boyfriend gets home, say, give an ultimatum and say, listen, Either you're either there are clear expectations of what I will and will not do. One of them is I will not do housework when I'm sick with strep throat and your dad needs to understand that or we move. And if the boyfriend at all comes back and and babbles at her, then she just needs to get the fuck out. You need to get the fuck out. 
Like that's a really, really fucking toxic situation. So what oh, do yeah. you guys think she she should do in such a sticky situation? <laughs> uh, I think that she should probably try to get a job or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> not working out, lady. You can't both be on someone's coattails and the guy you're mooching off of leaves. Yeah, it's surprising how many questions we answer on this podcast, which all could be answered in a much more direct way with, hey, get a job. <laughs> yeah, do we know? That is a good point. Do we know? Because that was sort of my red flag at the beginning was her just saying costs and shit and not really getting too specific. Do we know what she does for work? I mean, does she? did she even mention that she does work, that, that she does indeed split the cost? Okay, so she was just yeah. saying we as in... Uh, me and the boyfriend, she didn't really mention much about her working at all. What well, doesn't mean that she doesn't work. It means because it, it wasn't about whether or not she works. She's sick right now. You got to remember that. So she's home. Yeah, sick. but I'm also like, if you know, I work when I'm sick. You know what I mean? If you're a, hey, if your job is fucking some dude and doing the dishes, all right, you better, you better have like early 2020 COVID. I ain't talking no two shots in a booster when you're skinny. And in your 20s, kind of COVID, all right? It better be some New York. We don't know what to do with it. Cuomo's still a hero. We're still all Cuomo-sexuals and everyone is dying. You better have that kind of fucking COVID, all right? If you're going to not do the dishes when it's your only fucking job and you're living there rent-free. Now, if you do indeed work for a living, I, I take back everything I said just now, but I have a sneaking suspicion that I that you don't. And so that's kind of where I'm coming down with this. Uh, that said... If you do indeed work for a living, uh, first of all, I oh, let me. I'm, I'm behind on some comments. Uh, uh, she, Amy on YouTube says, "Listen, I want a girl to clean my place. Please buy one for me for Christmas, please." Uh, <laughs> Joel on YouTube says, "I want a girl to clean my place too. Unfortunately, my wife wants to review the applicants." Uh, Joel says, "I think we'll be." A country ska band. <laughs> uh, Joel says uh, the girlfriend got laid off from her fish cutting job. Yeah, oh, apparently. Yeah. yeah, apparently we need abs for that in certain parts of the fucking planet, man. I, I don't know, Where's but the uh, planet, uh, must yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, if if she doesn't have a job, I have two different sets of advice. If she doesn't have a job, I say either a get a job, b quit bitching and do those goddamn dishes. Right, like those are your two options. All right, if she does have a job, very different advice. A, poison the old man, you know? B, uh, get him watching a lot of old school 90s anime. The very flashy kind that used to give people what? Strokes and seizures. That's right. Give him round two, you know? Give him another one. Or C, you remember how I said to that, to that, last, uh, that last lady or that last guy, have sex with the bridesmaid? Yeah. Find that guy who hopefully is listening with me. Have a three-way. Set it up to where your boyfriend comes home from the Poconos at the same time, walks in on the whole thing, and it's 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 like the end of a '90s romantic comedy of some kind. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, four weddings and a funeral. I must say, hundred percent. Someone someone's gonna die in most of my advice, but just know that it's all for the good for a good cause, and the ends will justify the means. Yeah, sounds great. Well, per I think we answered that question. Any other advice? No, good. Uh, let's do let's do one more question. I think we have one more time for one more quick one. Absolutely. 
Last question on the Love Gurus podcast, people. If you have questions, you would like to ask them, write them into Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com. Or even better, watch live every single Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern and ask them live in the chat. But for now, we're going to take one last one from the sick psychopathic maniacs on Reddit. Last question. My ex-brother-in-law doesn't want me to treat his kids differently. I'm 42 and I spoil my nephew Chris and spend a lot of time with him. Chris is my late sister's son. She died when he was five after a heart attack and she had an, because she had an undetected heart condition. Chris spends a lot of time at our house where my, uh, where my parents, his grandparents, husband, two daughters, and son also live. Chris uh, has his own room in, in our house and he also has his own set of keys and comes and goes as he pleases. Chris also has a great bond with his cousins, who all consider him their brother. As far as my husband and I go, he's also our son and is included in everything we do for our kids. He goes with us on our vacations, and this year my husband and I bought him a car for his 16th birthday, just like we did for our eldest son. My parents and I also plan on paying his way through college the same as his cousins, since his ex-brother-in-law could never afford to. And my ex-brother-in-law wants me to now include his kids two teenage stepsons and his two boys and daughter with his wife uh, into our time with Chris. He has uh, his other kids get jealous of all of the attention and money we spend on Chris and his wife feels like I'm driving a wedge between the kids, especially as their eldest son Tom also wants a car, but his parents can't afford it. They want me to make Chris share his car with Tom. I told him I would not persuade Chris to share. I don't like my ex-brother-in-law, and I certainly don't like his wife and their kids. They're obnoxious, mean little shits, but I obviously wouldn't treat them in any unkind manner. And I don't allow Chris to speak about them. In a this is a woman writing the question, right? Sorry? This is a woman writing the question? Yeah. yeah. All right, a dude would never put up with this. All right, mm -hmm. go ahead. Um, I don't feel like it's my responsibility to consider the other kids, but how do I deal with this situation? So what happened is it's a woman, her, her sister passed away um, from a heart attack and left uh, behind a, a kid. So this kid, she has a very close relationship with, spends a lot of time with, they take him on trips, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But the, but the kid's dad, so her ex-brother-in-law, you know, got remarried and had other kids with another woman. So now the ex-brother-in-law and his wife are matter, person writing the question saying, listen, you're spending all this money and time with Chris how come our other kids aren't getting any of that love? Oh man, I don't know. We're not know. related to those other kids, motherfucker. We're not <laughs> right. related to those no other blood, kids. No glory. This those is ridiculous. Later on. This is ridiculous. How dare you? I the fucking know. audacity. This to me has a million dollar baby written all over it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. They care about her at all. And then when she uh -huh. got money, they like come and like, you know, she's like quadriplegic and they're like, hey, can you sign this so that we can get your benefit payment? Thanks. Yeah, I could definitely see this, this, this family, you know, grabbing a paralyzed woman's hand and just signing fucking <laughs> checks and shit with it. That's a hundred percent these people. You know, I was that telling is ridiculous. Kids knows nothing. It's like, <laughs> how do you think society That's works? That's what step people? families do. That's what step families do. Like if, if somebody like my friends, my friend has a child who's who does things with her with with his father, and 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 kids on that end. She doesn't make his siblings go. 
but to his family with his family, you know. Yeah, I can't figure out what this lady's problem is. If she's a problem with the word off or the problem with the word fuck, or is she <laughs> saying it like, is she, is, is it the order of the words that she's getting mixed up with? Yeah. Yeah, but she needs to just tell them. Yeah, I really think that this this question in general is like miscategorized. So it's, you know, like, so in Reddit, this this came from the relationship advice thread, but there's another subreddit called, um, it's like, am I an asshole or was I an asshole or something like that? Yeah, am I an asshole? Am I the asshole? Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) So this really should be in that subreddit. It's just verifying that she's not an asshole because she's not, you know, buying things for these, yeah, these stepkids who sound like terrible kids and she's not even related to them. Like she obviously feels like some sort of like matriarchal duty because her sister passed away. You know, he doesn't have a mom anymore. So she's like really stepped up and filled that role. She could have also told that kid to fuck. She could have told that kid to fuck off and not paid for anything. Oh yeah. But she's, she is really taken on, you know, guardian role for this kid and now, you know, the, her white trash brother-in-law is like, hey, you need to start buying presents for all my other litter. You, you know, it's like. It, yeah. Right. Right. It's like she's yeah. she's doing a great thing. She's looking after for him, you know, and now cousin Eddie comes along and asks for an extra check. And it's just like, come on, man. Yeah. What's the I mean, do people do that? It's just so. I mean, rude. I guess, you know, if, if let's say that Chris, the kid is going back to his, if he's like being flashy with it or something like that, I guess like have a conversation with him to be like, look, you know, I understand it's different, you know, don't like flaunt it or whatever. Or the other thing is, you know, this kid's, this kid's 16, it's only like a couple more years and then the kid's probably going to move out, you know, it sounds <laughs> terrible, but. Oh, oh yeah. This kid's getting out the second he fucking can yeah. get, he's going to emancipate himself. He's going to do that whole legal yeah, thing. Well, he's, it's he's yeah, he's done almost 18. It sounds like he already, he has a room at this person's house. It sounds like he already spends a lot of time there. It's like, I just think like she can either have an uncomfortable conversation where some hillbilly will probably show up into her driveway with a sawed off shotgun, or she could just continue operating status quo and just like wait it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I mean, just she tell could us- have, if she could have Chris move in with her and be like, you know what, we're just going to take Chris and you don't have to worry about Chris because they're like you said, he already lives there. They already go on family vacations. He already just stay there full time and fuck your dad. Your dad's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. They, so he's legally or I mean, I mean, like like blood related to her, like like his nephew. It's, it's, yeah, it's her nephew. It's her, yeah, that's yeah, her this nephew. Is her blood-related nephew. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I. It's crazy. I mean, just look, look the guy in the eye, and just be like, I. If you wanted me to help all of your kids, you shouldn't have driven my sister to have a fucking heart attack and die. <laughs> her death is your fault. Your kids fucking poverty. You married a shitty woman because you're a shitty dude. Second, I don't know what my good woman sister was doing with your shitty ass, but she paid the price and she's dead now. I told her not to do it. Yeah. I fucking stood up in the wedding when the when the priest said, does anybody have anything to say? Yeah, Cletus is going to be the death of my sister. He's going to drive her to have a heart attack at 42. Fuck yeah. him. I'm not taking care of any kids he has from a second marriage. I'm not buying him cars. And she had to be dragged out of the fucking church. But you were right, like an oracle. You were right. Like an oracle. <laughs> the amount of times I've read in a prenup, I will not take care of your kids from a second marriage. Oh, fine. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, and it, and it sucks. She's she's having to put up with problems that like Elon Musk or, or, or like Warren Beatty would have to put up with. Well, what about this lady who used to fuck a guy who did blah, 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 blah. It's like, she's like, I, I, I work at fucking Walgreens, okay? Like, I work at Walgreens. I'm not a matriarch of any kind of, you, you know, like corporation. I didn't inherit shit. I didn't. Come on, man. I shouldn't have to put up with this. Yeah. Um, a couple YouTube comments. Joel says, send the ex-brother-in-law and the rest of his family down to, in the mine to see if the gas level is safe or have them lay down behind the wheels of cars and test the parking brake repeatedly. Wow. Wow. You're making me clutch 100%. I like a good blue-collar working man accident. Those are, you, you know what I mean? It's just sort of like, yeah, these are... Manual labor jobs, heavy equipments, they fall on motherfuckers, especially it's, annoying guys with lots of shitty kids who won't leave me alone. They tend like to cars just back, fall on them constantly. Like back Mountain when the reason why Jake Gyllenhaal dies is because the tire exploded in his face, yet kind of looked like tire yeah. iron <laughs> marks on uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. This tire seems to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. One of those yeah. kind of deals. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, uh, Tim on YouTube says, the external kinship are taking care of their own. Uh, the aunt is right. She owes the other kids nothing. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Joel says, I miss the good old days when you could settle family squabbles with a wood chipper and some lime. Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. What's the lime for? I was just, just going to yes. say that. Oh, like, why do we need lime? Wood chipper, that's obvious. Lime, no, lime is like the... It's 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 like a powder that that makes them decompose and makes them it's not smell as much. Yeah, it's oh. a powder, not 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 yeah, it's not powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think he went full Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> this is going to be the most delicious accident this man's ever had. I'm I going to eat my lips in love <laughs> with some wine. But I'm bad at cutting. Clarice, could you cut my human guy for me? I can't. I'm a cannibal, but I'm I'm an evil genius, but I'm dumb in some ways, sort of like the rain man of eating people. Uh, amazing. Well, what other final advice do we have for this person? You don't owe anybody. That's it. You just keep loving your, your nephew and fuck those other kids. They all yeah. suck. Uh, yeah, love your nephew. Don't cut any of their fish, and I would cut. <laughs> yeah, and don't buy them a car, and don't buy anybody else a car. Stop, stop buying cars, Oprah. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you yeah. doing for a living? <laughs> this me. is yeah. No, she bought I every mean, all the other kids' cars. She could buy me a car. Do you want to adopt me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is pretty crazy, man. I mean, I guess other other than. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. if you're not going to kill the guy, you, you got to just tell him to fuck off. I mean, you can maybe adopt the kid, but it's like, what else are you going to do, man? Are you going to be you going to be paying for the kid's college? And then this guy is going to be like, well, why can't my kids go on to do what, what, what they love? Pay for them to work at, in a NASCAR pit, you know what I mean? And, and get the training to do that. I mean, this is this is crazy. I mean, I, I guess. You're just going to have to, you know, you're just going to have to suck it up and move and, and either like cut the kid off or be like, you can, you can come live with me and just, I, I'm sorry. I don't even have any funny advice to give this, this last question, like angered me and like deep down <laughs> angry. Ooh. 
This is Jake does not get angry easily. Yeah. No, normally I don't care. I have ice in my veins, and I'm like, these people's problems are their own. Fuck them. I'm gonna give them intentionally bad advice. <laughs> and I don't care. Yeah, really just don't about. do anything nice for people because a, a gang of crazy hillbillies with sawed off shotguns want stuff from you. <laughs> just for being nice. <laughs> Lesson learned. Lesson. Yeah, I mean, dude, I have more ex stepdads than I can count. Okay. Do any of them buy me toys? Fuck no. They barely bought me toys while they were fucking my mom. All right. If she was dead, you think they'd give me anything? No. They didn't even give me anything when she was alive and right down the street. They just went on fucking their goomboss that they that that they left her for. Goomba, not goomba. A goomba they say goomba buddy. sometimes in Sopranos. No. They say it they a like half the time they say goomba. A, a buddy is goomba. Yeah, they say goomba. But they say Goomba sometimes in Sopranos. That's like a friend. Oh, shit. That's why I've been so confused about these plot. (laughs) I'm like, dude, why do Tony and Syl want to? Tony and Syl are fucking each other all the time. What is They don't just show them. They don't seem close like that. It doesn't. I can't can't tell what they're saying half the time. I I don't know. But either way. Um. Glad we cleared that up and glad we cleared up all of these questions. Yes. Yes. This is a very good episode. Thank you so much to all the listeners. Thank you to our two awesome guests, man. Thank you to Jenny Saldana. Thank you to Paul Dagliolo. You guys were awesome. Thanks for rolling with this whole thing since we weren't able to do it in person. Sorry again. I wasn't able to make you guys the pizza. I'm fucking bummed. I have all this shit. I made the sauce from scratch. I made the dough from scratch. Dude, I got it. We'll I got all the. We'll have a makeup date. We have to have a makeup yes. date when you're done. Yeah, we can do that. Hundred percent, man. Um, and and again, it's funny because I, I don't think me and me and Amy aren't sick. Suzanne's not sick, but like everybody around us is getting sick. So it's just like I don't know. We can't have people over. Like it, it would be irresponsible. I'm so I'm so fucking bummed out about this, man. But we're we're gonna do this next time. Uh, thank you so much to you guys for 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 being on the podcast. You guys were awesome. Go, go find them on social media. Go subscribe. Thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to everybody who watched it live. Thank you to you too. Joel on YouTube. To Tim on YouTube. Thank you to Amy on YouTube. And thank you to all the listeners. Until next week, catch us live every single Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll catch you next Thursday. Later.